live, but from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right, folks. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D-I-A-Z, a.k.a. El Modifoca. And I am the 16th letter, P. That's right, and welcome to episode number 73. Three, 73. Sounds like a liquid, like a dishwashing liquid. Setenta. Formula 73 for your kitchen counter and your... Yeah, it sounds like some shit. Right? Like some a cleaning, cleaning product or something. 73 episodes. I don't know who asked for them, but guess what? They're here. Oh, man. And they're tearing down the door. Not really. They just rang. Welcome to episode number 73. I, my peoples, my peoples. P, how are you doing? I have been vaccinated. I got right. the first one. Congratulations, by the way. Excellent. Thank you for stepping into the 21st century and accepting help when it's there. Uh, I, unfortunately, you know, by the time this episode comes, I'm probably free and clear of all of this, but it got me, man. I know. You're 19. They 19 you. The COVID got me, man. It's been, uh, I'm actually on day number, probably day number nine officially. And I don't know if you can still hear it. I'm still going through symptoms. And today is the first day I've actually had the energy to like, hey man, let's record. Holy shit. If this shit don't fuck you up. Holy Anybody that ever comes up to me and tells me that this shit is fake, if you need me to punch somebody, just tell them to come up to me and tell me that this shit is fake. Like, and mind you, I am a semi-good-looking, healthy, semi-quasi-healthy, kind of healthy, you know, man of color. Fluid man. Right. Okay. That, you know, I'm not not completely overweight and all this other stuff, and I don't have any ailments, thank God, you know, know, pre-existing conditions. That you know of. That I know of, other than my gayness. <laughs> Other than all of that, dude, if you have ailment in your, I'm talking about like a cracked ankle or whatever, this shit finds a way to attack your weaknesses. Everybody that I've spoken to, uh, you know, everybody in my house got it. Everybody that I've spoken to gotten it in different ways. And to be honest, for me, it's attacked me in a completely different way. I, I've never had, it's like having the worst, for me, it's been the worst. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. It's like you feel somebody stabbing you in your back and then when you turn around and somebody stabbing you in your knee by the time you turn around stabbing you in your knee somebody biting your pinky because that's the pains that you feel for no fucking reason going through your body oh. so it's like being in love for two weeks 
like being in love for two weeks. And yeah, I know like exactly. Going through like a 10-year relationship in two weeks, all the feelings and emotions, the sickness, the heartaches, and all that. And it's two it, weeks. The, the pings and the pangs, yes. There you go. It feels like little needles in your blood. And all I keep thinking about was like all like people that probably aren't as healthy that had to go through this shit. So, yo, shout out to anybody that had this shit and survived it. This shit is fucking serious. And I didn't even get it as bad as I've seen other people, like, you know, being hospitalized and all of that shit. A couple people suggested that I masturbate. And let me tell you something, man. It made you weaker. I tr- yeah, I tried a couple of times. It was, um, you know, it the Messy. fever. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, you, you would just see a light. And then, like, I don't know if I finished it. I don't know what happened. Uh, Damn, mom wakes you up. <laughs> Trilogy. I'm lying. I didn't try to jerk off. I did do it, but not, nah, nothing like that. But no, I, no, actually, I didn't even have the energy to do that shit. Like, you don't have enough energy. I just made sure that I can't smell. You know, I still can't smell. So I had to make sure my, like, I make sure my ass is in the shower every day because I can't smell myself. So now I'm like paranoid, you know, okay, they're going to find me and I'm going to smell like monkey ass. Cause I couldn't like I couldn't smell yeah. the pee dribble and shit, right? So I don't know, and the grajo and everything like that. Like I gotta make sure that I put on deodorant because I I've never it's been it's been a week. I haven't smelled anything in a week. That's it's rough. been it's crazy. Dogs has never experienced anything like this. <sighs> Definitely, well, I don't want to be all you know, Illuminati conspiracy type thing, but it's definitely not no Mother Nature made shit. The shit is well, I'll tell you the truth it's biochemical warfare. Chemical should have hit you faster and harder, knock you out right away. Nah, this is some shit that's supposed to kill you over time and slowly. And then there's days you feeling good and you get up, you know, because we've been talking. I feel good, I get up, and then like an hour later, one of my eyes starts to droop and I'm half of my face is melting. I'm ready to pass out and it's like yo what the fuck it comes out of nowhere you know looking like Forrest Whitaker shit I was I did I look like Forrest Whitaker in, uh, in, in any of the jazz movie that he did in every movie he did yeah well I got the shot to tell you that you know I don't get I don't get uh, flu shots I don't get anything but I got the shot just so I wouldn't be that person that you know what I mean like I just I ha- in case I need to travel like I don't want to be right well that's the thing somewhere or I'm not allowed inside a building because I don't have the shot or I can't right. take my mask off because right. of the shot so sick of wearing it I want to wear it because I'm a ninja you know I'm a ninja we're ninjas that's why we wear our mask but Facts. not because you know like you said before though that we should keep the mask on in all public transportation yeah I feel like that should continue I don't think that should stop. I enjoy the fact that people aren't sneezing and coughing in my face. Like, I know I know, I didn't catch this on no public transportation because, you know, I don't touch nothing. I keep my mask on. I don't sit next to nobody. You know, that's the other thing. Like, luckily during my schedule, the way that I take public transportation, I don't do it when it's like rush hour. So I don't have to be in these super crowded cars. And even when it's that situation, like I try to avoid that situation, you look away. I have my bike with me at times. So, you know, that creates space away from me, that type of shit. And that's the other thing. Like I only ride the Jersey train because I have to get to the other side. But other than that, you know, I'm mostly on my bike if I have to. It's cheaper. Yeah. I feel you. I so feel you. But you know, you know what I was thinking about right now, you know, I've had to quarantine by myself, man. And I don't know what time it is. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You're lost in time. Yeah. (laughs) And like, and it's like, damn, man, like I should have somebody here like quarantining with me. You know what I mean? Sick with you. Yeah. And then like, 
I told you, bro, like, all right. So I started watching that show, that fucking Dr. Pimple Popper shit. That's disgusting. I don't know how you watch it. I know. I fucking, I don't know. It's one of the things that I ended up picking up. I'm watching this freaking thing, and, and it's like not even pimples at this point. Everything on the show is either lymphomas or, or cysts. It's like humongous things. And I'm watching this and all the people on the show, you know, they're like, hello, hey, my I got a tumor on my face. I can't talk. Uh, you know, another one is like, I got one on my tongue. But all of them, you know, my wife, my husband. And I'm like, yo, all these people got somebody. And to quarantine with in case. And I got <laughs> nobody. Well, there's a saying. What? In Spanish. What is that? Mejor solo que mal acompañado. Right. Better to be alone than with bad company. Right. But at this point, I'm thinking, I'm not like, I'm ready. Like, you know, I'm just, I don't want to be like alone. Or, like, you know, I don't want to be alone all the time. You know what I mean? Like, like, I want to be that dude. I want to meet a girl that's been a hoe, but I don't know. I didn't know she was a hoe. Okay. I know those those dudes that live with like you you know you there's a girl you've grown up with that you know in your neighborhood, right? That was very friendly. that was sexually free with her body. I'm not even gonna say that she was oh, I'm just saying she was sexually free with her body. She was promiscuous, nothing wrong with that. Right? Absolutely not. Nope. Do you would judge your body, your choice, you do whatever the hell you want. No judgment here. And if anybody says something, it's because they're jealousy to give them peace. Absolutely. So we knew girls like that, but they would have to go out of town to find dudes. They and then they would come about them. and do nothing of their history. And then they would come back. Two kids. Right. <laughs> With a new husband. And then everybody in town's like gives them that look, you know, like, oh, here's the deal, though. This is what people don't think about. Like, he's probably the happiest dude there is. Like, she knows all the tricks in that, in the book. And she don't have to pull them out every day. Like, you know what I'm saying? She pulls one out every birthday. She's dead enough that he got a 401k plan and all that right. stuff. Right. Like, yo, so he don't, and he don't have no idea. <laughs> you know, that's the funny part, right? Because when you, like, as much as niggas want to talk about, like, oh, yeah, you know, you want to be with a girl. You don't want to really want to be with a virgin because, you know, you want a girl with a little experience. But then, like, you don't want them to be, like, how hypocritical are the old dudes, like, I want a virgin, but she got to know how to do things like a hoe. Like, what? Like, that make no sense. How is that accomplished? <laughs> right. How do you do that? And it's like, no. No, you want a girl with a little experience. So that means, you know, but don't, you don't, you just don't want to know where that experience came from. Not particularly, no. You right. really don't. No. You just know that, that when she does that trick with her tongue, it feels amazing and she owns you. And that's it. You're done. It's over. And you don't know where she learned it and don't need to know. She you take that to... moment and you run with it. No, you just know that that's for you now. You try to lock it down. That's it. Nobody that's what knows. That's what love's about. That's Absolutely. what love's all about. It's I, accepting. It's like, you know, you've been, you've been in that situation where you go out Many with a girl times. that you know that she has a history. And and then she's like, oh, no. Like, and you're like, yo, come on. You going to pull that shit on me? Like, yeah, stop. You better stop that shit. Do it. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, but, I know that for a hot dog and a Pepsi, he got a lot more than, than I, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> no, but you still respect it and nothing happened. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, what the Shame. fuck happened there? Like, you know. I even picked you up. That's why they would have to, Right, but that, <laughs> right. I've heard <laughs> niggas giving you, like, bus passes. Right. Like, 
No, but that's, the, but that's the thing. Like, they have to go out of town to meet these, like, regular... Like, you know, they meet dudes that don't know their history so they can... They don't have expectations or whatever it is. And they're probably the happiest dudes there is. So, no judgment and congratulations. That's what I'm looking for then. I'm looking for a retiring... Probably. Dude. Like, that'd be good. But I just can't, you know. Nobody wants to know if the girl was a... You know? You'll know. Oh, you'll know. But you'll know. You don't want them to tell you. No, you want to find out. Right. And you're wrong. You want to kind of experience that. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of do. So as you can tell, the COVID got me thinking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm thinking about during COVID. And you know what I also didn't do? We could just get into our segment right now. Let's do it. It's the MOPP talking about some movies you should probably check out. <sighs> Okay, so we thought at this episode, we'd share with you, you know, women sit there and you ask them their, what are their romantic movies? What are the movies to get them going, right, Pete? What do you hear sometimes about female movies? What are some of the movies that you hear that women love? Yeah, your Steel Magnolias. Right. You got yeah. your... Uh, your Pretty sap- Women. That's kind of hot. Pretty Woman. Yeah. Those kind of movies. Any so- Julia Roberts flicks at the time. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, I guess, right? I don't know. Maybe the Pelican Brief isn't so romantic. We, we, we were thinking about what movies we consider that for us to be those type of movies like the ultimate love movies so these are our top love story movies with an MOP twist where you can see why it's an MOP love story right so officially this is the MOPPC list of greatest love story movies all right so we're gonna start out at number five it's a sports movie, so it's got a crush that me and P always fight over. Oh, God. Omar Epps. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was in that year. I forgot how much you love Omar Epps. And, uh, I was Ms. talking about Sonalate and knowing that for real. Yes, of course. I mean, how much of a sapper you can get? They were kids, best friends as kids. They played, it has basketball in it. it has What's sports, the name of the movie? What's one. the name of the movie? Oh, sorry. Love of Basketball. I mean, it was just, you know, they were friends since they were little. Neighbors. Like, it was like the perfect, like, Romeo and Juliet thing with them, too. That it's they a both... beautiful, it's a beautiful love story. They started out as kids. They grew up with their love for each other around this sport, and they both became professionals and took it to its peak. And we're hooked because it's one of the greatest also you know it's a great sports movie it is number four now you gotta be from a certain era you gotta be of a certain age you gotta understand these things you gotta understand these kind of things if i say moira kelly db sweetie you gotta know who the fuck i'm talking about and the movie i'm talking about is Is the cutting edge (laughs) another beautiful love story I mean, but what does this story have that, what does this, what doesn't this have? This has ice skating, it has hockey, some hockey in it. It has a guy who reluctantly doesn't want to work with a spoiled little brat, eventually falling in love and creating beautiful magic on the ice. The ice princess, rich ice princess with a washed up hockey player. With a bad eye. We see, just, right. The first mo- the first time we saw the movie, it was called The Ice Princess, yes. Um, <laughs> 
This one was so much better, mostly because it had the D.B. Sweeney and Moira Kelly. Yeah. And it was, no, it was a Disney movie and it was aimed for towards us, towards that age. And it's the ultimate, you know, the Dirty Dance thing. Yeah, different, different places. And now they're forced to work together uh, and fall in love. What, love what, is, what is in there not to love about uh, D.B. Sweeney? D.B. Sweeney and The Cutting Edge. Number three, we're going to take a little turn here, okay? We're going to take a little turn here. It's not so much about what the movie's about, but but the mood it sets. (laughs) And it's the ultimate love story between a girl and dance. That's right. It really is. There's so many memorable scenes in this. To quote, what was the quote that, what was the one that you were quoting earlier? I love to say, uh, it's Versace. Nice dress. Thanks. It's a Versace. It's Versace. (laughs) What? Versace. It's pronounced Versace. Oh. She goes, it's double if she's watching. (laughs) The love story we're talking about here is Showgirls. Beautiful movie. I know, you're thinking, hey, whatever. But let me tell you something. You put on Showgirls. It's such a bad movie, but there's so many, there's so much TNA and so many things happening. If you're watching this with a girl... A lot of things can happen very fast. This is a net like Netflix needs to keep this on its rotation for it to be a real Netflix and chill. Okay. Again, you may question the love story, but we love the love story between girl and dance in this. That's right. And that's and that's the excuse we're gonna keep using. Mm-hmm. Okay. That dance caused chubbies, so now movie number four, maybe it's a franchise from a movie that we talk a lot about. And it's not Cobra Kai, but I still found a way to say Cobra Kai. <laughs> Uh, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the story. Yeah, the two partners. But in this one, in this movie, one of the partners finds etern- like he finds love, right? Yeah, because well, again, he finds love again. Again, he, he, he learns to love to again. Love again. He, yes, that's you. what so, it is. See, this is why you're in the position that you are. <laughs> so we're talking about one of the ultimate love stories, and that's Lethal Weapon Three, Three with Rene Russo. Yes. Once, once Martin Riggs meets. Renee Russo, because I don't know her name in the movie. I can't remember. I can't. It doesn't matter. We don't fact check. We don't. We don't need none of that shit. Because we are. We are the facts. That's right. That's what makes the difference. Other other shows may not fact check. We don't need to fact check because you know what we're talking about. We are the facts. Yeah. When they meet, that cute meet, the sparks. How we just. But it's that weird little kid shit where they have it in for each other, where they're constantly testing each other and play fighting, I would say. They couldn't say they like each other till the end of the movie. Right. Now by part four, she's pregnant. Yeah, it's just dope. It's just a whole thing. They're living together. At that point, it's like they have a like a rough s and I've heard through the grapevine. This is screenplay being written for a rewrite. Oh, okay. Ray Tizzy. Look into that. Who who you saying? Ray Tizzy. Look Ray into Tizzy. that. He knows how to push those buttons, boy. <laughs> Hello. You. Are you shouting out Ramon Pesante again? You know that. Okay. Well, and this brings us to our final love story. What we think is the ultimate love story. Honorable mention, true romance, for sure. Definitely. But let me tell you something. Nothing kills the mood and the romance than that. more than that. That beating, that Galdolfini beating up Patricia Arquette scene. So that's why it's not in this list right now. Yeah. Christian Slater was phenomenal, by the way. He was just Christian Slater. He was just Christian Slater. That's all It's all about Christian. He's got a little Jack, Christian Slater, Christian Jack. Christian Jack. Natural born killers. With Woody Harrelson. And the 
Name a better love story. I'll wait. Notebook? Get that shit the fuck out my face. I want to see Ryan Gosling slit a throat for Rachel McAdams. That's right. We're waiting. I'm waiting. The greatest love story. Ever. Like, Dave, that's love, nigga. That's your body and Clyde. That's your city Nancy. All of it put together in in a chaotic white trash. Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson. That's all in it. Come on, man. True romance in there. Some trashy. It's just... And, but... But you're watching them and you're like, oh my God, like they're just, I hope they don't procreate. Like that's how. <laughs> that was pre-Rob Zombie. <laughs> it's like, that's like, this is what Marilyn Manson jerks off to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Those are our ultimate guy love stories. There's some honorable mentions, but yeah, the list could go we'll on and on. Yeah, we could do this list. We're probably going to do this list again. But we just want to throw Twilight in there. What? Shout out to Edward Jingle. This nigga and Twilight. I hope they're paying you. They will. And the Number. worst part is you're all Twilight, Twilight, but you're really Team Jacob. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're Native American? Sometimes. Can't say the show ain't diverse. It's the M-O-P-P talking about some movies you should probably check out. So there you have it. Another segment to another great episode. Anything else you want to add, P? You know, before we get out of here? Once again, thank you guys. Uh, shout out to everybody. There's just so many to name. Brother Len, the Nova, Darkwing. <laughs> Sorry, Nightwing. Juan <laughs> Boner. Uh, everybody that's just been a part of the show. Darius 64. Ooh. 20, 64, 20. Uh, I think that's what it is. But I know there's a Daria there. Okay. Which we call it. Everybody else, man. It's just thank you. Thank you for coming by with the ride. Hope you guys enjoyed that. This episode. And, and, and no, and shout episode. Word. And shout out to, because she's out in London. Catapicia. Catapicia. Catapicia Guarino. I hope I'm saying it right. I'm going to I'm I'm call you. Our friends out in London, right? We have a London, London friends, eh? Oi! I sound Australian. I sounded Australian. Yeah, you said it is. You know what it is? COVID has made me lose the taste in my mouth too, so I lose my accent. Oh, I don't know. You should. My Spanish just sounds something different now. I don't know what it is. No, but shout outs to Catapicia. Right? I hope I'm pronouncing that right. X is a shit. Is it an X? Yeah, it's a shit. Right? Catapicia. Right? Catapicia. We've just been 30 seconds killing. Probably saying it wrong anyway. Right. We're Got sorry for that. But uh, yo, shout out to shout out to you. Thank you for listening and supporting and uh and 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 really great artwork, by the way, because I know who you're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, no, helping first of all, like I became a fan, but then she's you know, she's uh I'm a fellow, you know, as a fellow artist, you know, I know good work when I see it. So keep up the amazing work and um we'll try to support you from here any way you can. Give us a give us some shout out. Say something, you know. Let us know. Let, let us know. Let us know what we could do for you. And that goes for anybody listening, right? Yeah, we're here for you. I don't want. I don't like saying it like that because it's like yeah, gonna service them. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> like I'm here to blow you. I'm here for you. For you. Just for you. Go 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 go. That's just me wanting a. I mean, that's just me wishing. Anyway, thank you for listening. Catapicia. <laughs> you don't even know how to say it. I think it's Catapicia. 
Yeah, Katapisha. Because it's an ex. It's an ex. Katapisha. Thank you for the thank you for the love. Thank you for the love. We love you right back. And anybody else, everybody else, thank you for the love and the support and for listening. I, I had to get on the mic real quick just to make myself feel better. You know what I mean? We'll get through this together. I know. I know. And do not pity me because by now I'm I've probably like I'm way over it. And with that, this has been another unofficial menopause podcast. We're not licensed and we're not insured. We have humbly been your host. It has been me, Jerry D. I A Z, aka El Modifoca. And I am the 16th letter, P. It's the one six. And to quote the great Robin Bird who once said, listen, if you ever find yourself alone in this world, remember, you always have us. Biker boys ride or die. Burn rubber, not your soul. Because in this show, we show no mercy. Strike first, strike Strike hard. hard. Until next time. Vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios. Part cheesy.